Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. This episode brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Director Wes Ball breathes new life into the epic franchise. As a ruthless king attempts to build his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape begins a journey to fight for a future for apes and humans alike. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Enter the kingdom in IMAX this Friday and theaters everywhere. Get tickets now. As you may have realized, I watch a lot of sports. That's why I like Prime Video. It has all my sports in one app, like the National Women's Soccer League, included with Prime. Plus, you can buy Premier Boxing or stream the NHL and NBA playoffs on Max with the Bleacher Report Sports add-on or add Paramount Plus for the Masters on CBS. Prime Video. It's all your favorite sports in one place. Restrictions apply. Prime membership required for add-on subscriptions. See Amazon.com slash Amazon Prime for details. It is getting that time of the year. It's Miller time. You don't need a watch or a clock to tell you. It's Miller time. Weather gets a little bit warmer. All of a sudden, the beer gets a little colder. It's beer cracking season. It, it, whoa, okay. I don't know if it says that on the calendar. Uh, Miller Lite, great taste, less filling, tastes like Miller time. To get Miller Lite delivered right to your door, visit MillerLite.com slash Patrick, or you can find it pretty much anywhere that sells beer. And as always, please celebrate responsibly. Miller Brewing Company, Milwaukee, Wisconsin, 96 calories per 12 ounces, fewer calories and carbs than premium regular beer. Miller Lite. You are listening to The Dan Patrick Show on Fox Sports Radio. Made it to a Friday. I had the under. Hour one, Dan and the Danettes, Dan Patrick Show. Coming up, talk to the Suns broadcaster, former NBA player, Eddie Johnson. Also dive into Pro Football Focus's top 50 players right now. Man, I got a problem with this list. Have that for you coming up. NFL, throwback uniforms, including the creamsicle Buccaneers. <laughs> Tonight, Hawks at the Bucks game two, Islanders lightning game seven, Montreal Canadiens, Going back to the Stanley Cup final, my Canadians beat the Golden Knights in overtime last night. The Clippers handled the Suns 106-92. Chris Paul was back, but pretty much a no-show with Devin Booker as well. Devin Booker playing with that broken nose. Now, he came in averaging 28 points in the playoffs. He was just 5 of 21 from the floor, 1 of 7 from three-point range. He had 15 points. And... He's obviously bothered by the mask, the protective mask that he has to wear for that broken nose. Chris Paul didn't have a mask on, but he was coming back from COVID uh, protocol. And I, I wondered if you start Cameron Payne and then you bring Chris Paul in. That was what I suggested yesterday. You know, for anybody who's going to say, well, they shouldn't have started Chris Paul. And you're saying that today. Got to say it before. But Chris had not been playing, trying to come back, and it's not that easy. You think that you can just turn on a switch and you go, okay, I'm coming back and I'm going to be Chris Paul again. Now, do I expect him to be better in game four? Absolutely. But last night, I was wondering if campaign would have been the guy to start. He has played well, and then you bring Chris Paul in. Well, that's not a bad one-two punch there. And, you know, I have a team that's going to ride that momentum with Cameron Payne. But I'm sure Chris Paul saying, hey, put me in the lineup. I'm ready to play. But uh, give 
give credit to the Clippers. You know, this is what you needed. This was a, a desperation game for them. And you had some contributions from a couple of different players. By the way, Reggie Jackson is not afraid. Not afraid at all. And, you know, he's, I'm not going to say saddled with this name, but when you think, hey, Reggie Jackson, and you're going, oh, oh, that Reggie Jackson. You have to say Clippers guard Reggie Jackson. But uh, Reg, not afraid, big moment. Uh, Vaca uh, was not afraid last night, uh, certainly helped in the first half. Paul George had a, a really good all-around game, and you pick up the win. And it must be something about a 2-0 deficit that just brings out the best in the Clippers because all three rounds they've dropped the first two games, and then they won game three in all three series against the Mavs and Jazz. They, of course, went on to win this series. They're now two games down two games to one to the Suns in the conference finals. So we got a long way to go. And I don't know if Kawhi Leonard's going to play. Now, I was told, hey, that by a source, that they wouldn't be surprised if Kawhi played, but it would have to go probably six six games and maybe seven games. Once again, the, the Clippers don't know, but uh, somebody close to the team said, you know, that there is that possibility that he could be back. Ty Lue's done a great job, though. He's made adjustments. Uh, they picked up their defense on Booker. Role players like Reggie Jackson, Patrick Beverly, Terrence Mann stepped up. Paul George acted like a star, even though his shot was off a little bit last night. And the Clippers, maybe they just need a little time to find their rhythm. You know, let's reflect back on game two, because that was a miracle play that prevented the Clippers from maybe being up two games to one. Would they have played with the same desperation if they won that game two in Phoenix? No, they wouldn't. But you lose that game, you come back, you had to win this game. They've proven they can win without Kawhi Leonard. The Suns still lead the series. They still have the home court advantage. But the series is, I think, a little more up for grabs than uh, we probably thought after those first two losses by the Clippers. But we'll talk to the Suns broadcaster, Eddie Johnson. He'll join us. Coming up in a little bit. 877-3DP-SHOW. Email, email address dp at danpatrick.com. Twitter handle at dpshow. we got some great new t-shirts. Go to danpatrick.com and go ahead and shop. Uh, Simply Safe Home Security. Making people feel safe at home the last 15 years with Simply Safe. There's always somebody there who has your back to keep you safe. Go to simplysafedan.com. Customize your system. Get a uh, free security camera as well. It's a meat Friday. Fried chicken is uh, on the trigger and uh, looks good. Tyler, the moderator, is doing a wonderful job. Tyler, of course, moderates Chat Row. Shout out to Chat Row this morning. We'll come up with a poll question, play of the day, stat of the day, and your involvement is welcome. You can email, tweet, or you can dial us up, 877-3DP-SHOW. Say good morning to our TV partner, Peacock. They stream the show all three hours and our radio affiliates around the country. We say good morning to them and good morning to McLovin with our poll question. Okay, I have a, a few BC poll questions, and we have the A. Do you want the BCs first? You know, the sort of moderate ones? Sure. And then we'll hit you with a hammer. Okay. okay. Wow. Rapid fire. Uh, who wants out more, the 76ers to get away from Ben Simmons or Ben Simmons to get away from the 76ers? Ooh. Or both. <laughs> Ooh. Um... Do I, do I think Ben wants out of Philadelphia? After Embiid called him out after game seven, maybe that spurred him along even more. I think it's best for Ben. 
to be away from Joel Embiid and the expectation level that Philadelphia fans should have with that team. I know the GM, Daryl Morey, said, hey, we're not shopping him. Okay, I don't believe that for a second. If Daryl Morey, every, every offseason, every GM does the same thing. You take inventory, you assess, you reassess, you decide going into the next season, are we better than we were last season? He's already said we weren't as talented as we need to be. Okay, how do you get more talented? I think Ben Simmons in a, in a different market as far as the expectation level for that team would be greatly beneficial to him. What do you get in return for him? Can you get a true shooting point guard? C.J. McCollum, to me, would be the guy that I would at least inquire about. Um, you're not getting Dame Lillard. You're not. Uh, Portland would be crazy to entertain that. If I'm Philadelphia and I could get Dame Lillard for Ben Simmons, yes. Yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll walk to Portland, put him on my back, and carry him to Philadelphia. Yes, McLeod. I've actually decided that I'd rather them reunite the Curry brothers and bring Steph in than Dame. I can't decide. It's a it's a tough call for me as a Sixers fan who I want them to trade. Yeah. I'm just kidding. Because neither is ever going to happen. No. Right? Zach Levine, because the Bulls don't want to pay him? Uh, if the Bulls are going to give up on Zach Levine, like, who are you going to pay? you got to pay Ben Simmons when then he you gets pay, there. Yeah. I mean, he's got four years left on his contract here, but... Um, I, I, I think it would be best for both because I think those fans are going to be really tough. They'll be supportive up to the point where he doesn't help the team. And this mental aspect that's behind this. Yeah. I watched free throws last night. I, I actually Googled Ben Simmons free throws. I thought, okay, let me look at this again. And I thought, okay, what kind of life do I live? I'm Googling Ben Simmons free throws. <laughs> And then I'm trying to troubleshoot this. But, you know, his form isn't great. But also, what leads to that form being even worse is he knows he's not going to make it. When, when you see somebody shoot, even if they don't have a great-looking shot, but they have confidence, you know, they're, they're just guys who, who come down, want the ball. You know, LeBron doesn't have a great shot. And he, he got confident with taking that shot there for a long time. He didn't want to take that outside shot. Uh, Lonzo ball. You can tell that he gets the ball and he starts thinking I'm wide open. Well, there's a reason why you're wide open. They want you to be wide open. And the hardest shot for players to hit sometimes is a wide open shot. Believe it or not. It's like, uh, uh, wait, what? Because they react. You don't think in the moment and you could see Ben is thinking and that you're not taking shots in the fourth quarter. You can't have your second best player not willing to take shots in the fourth quarter because he's afraid of getting fouled. I think a separation would be best for both. Markel Fultz needed to get out of Philadelphia, and he has revitalized his career in Orlando. I think the same thing has to happen with uh, Ben Simmons. What else do you have? All right, one more quick hitter, then we're going to hit you with the hammer. All right, if you were Rick Carlisle, would you have taken the indie job as he did or waited to see if Milwaukee got out of the Atlanta series because he was rumored to be their first choice as well. All right, I don't understand what's going on with any of this. That, like, the Pacers wanted to hire somebody they fired before. 
And this is a guy who had two years left who wanted to leave the Mavs or he doesn't get along with Luka. Therefore, the Mavs were moving on. Now Jason Kidd is coming in. But Rick Carlisle says he thinks that Luka is going to win multiple championships. Why would you leave a team that could win multiple championships unless you were being asked to leave a team that could win multiple championships with Luka? And then he's going to Indiana. All right, what are you getting? If I'm Indiana, Dallas didn't want him. We've fired him before. Hey, come on in. You got rid of Nate McMillan, who's done an unbelievable job in Atlanta here. So I, I, I don't understand any of this. Dallas is going to bring in Jay Kidd, former Mav, won a title there. I don't know if he's a great coach. I think players like him. I think they like the way he played. But I don't know if he's going to make them better. Can he make Luca better? I guess. But I don't know. Did Steve Nash make Kyrie better? Did he make James Harden better? He played the position. He played point guard. Well, of course he can help you. Um, I don't think so. But Jay Kidd has more experience. The Greek freak loved him in Milwaukee. I, I just don't know if that's an upgrade. And maybe it'll turn out to be, maybe you just needed to have a change of scenery for Rick Carlisle. But there's turmoil there with the Dallas Mavericks in the front office. And just bringing Dirk Nowitzki back, that's not going to solve anything. You got some you got some real concerns there in Dallas. But Rick Carlisle going to Indiana and went, okay. And maybe Milwaukee would have been open and maybe they would have hired him there. But... I don't know. I always get a little nervous when somebody doesn't want this guy, but you do. Like, you're going to take on Ben Simmons. Philadelphia probably doesn't want him, but they can't say, hey, give us your offer, or we don't want him. But that doesn't mean you won't give him up if a team goes, hey, I know you don't want to trade him, but how about we give you the... Yes, we'll do it. That's the feeling I get with Philadelphia. And then Dallas saying... Uh, we're going to let Rick Carlisle go with two years left on his contract. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, Paul. It's got to be weird for a guy like Jason Kidd to go take over the Dallas job. Is Are you going to institute your new offense? It seems like their offense is very set. Yeah. There's this big dude who's 21 years old who runs everything, and I, I can't see how this changes. It's like taking the Houston Rockets job two years ago. All right, just make sure James knows when time the game starts. Maybe you could uh, maybe you could get Seth and Steph Curry and, and I mean it is the city of brothers, Lee Love, right, McLevin? Yes. And you could get the Curry brothers in there. Not a lot of defense on that squad. Yeah, it's okay. There's a whole lot of offense. Yeah, I'm okay with that. Yeah, Del Curry could be an assistant coach. I love it. A family affair. Yes. Do you want the real poll sure. yet, or should we save it? Oh, is this the Scotty Pippen yes. hammer? Oh, my God. Because we're already fighting about this. Okay. Well, right. You can tell the backstory, but whose career would you want? Kevin Durant or Scotty Pippen? Oh, boy. Wow. Scotty did an interview with GQ Magazine, and uh, he said a variety of things. He's talked about Kevin Durant, and some of the stuff he said was true or accurate with Kevin Durant, but he's he's kind of critical of KD doesn't make others better. Um, he's no LeBron. Um, Steve Nash was overmatched as a coach. Uh, he talked about that Phil Jackson put in Tony Kukoc to take the last shot 
after Michael had gone to play baseball and Scotty thought that this was his team, Kukoc hits the shot. Scotty takes himself out of the game, and then he says that Phil Jackson, this was racial, that he wanted basically the white guy to come in. Like, I don't even know what this quote means. I, I, I truly don't, and, and I hope Scotty puts it in context because it looks really, really bad that he, he puts in... He puts in the word racial. He's saying that Phil Jackson is propping up the white guy, Tony Kukoc, to let him take the shot. To give It was a racial move to give him a rise. Did Phil do that when John Paxson took the shot, when Steve Kerr took the shot, when Michael Jordan was playing? See, that's the one that needs to be cleared up because that's that you can't not not everything is racial and that's not fair to Phil Jackson. But that word, man, it just kind of hangs there. And I haven't heard Scotty say, you know what? I didn't mean it that way. And I haven't I haven't heard any correction here. But Phil, Phil put in the right guy to take the shot because he hit the shot. Imagine they diagrammed a play for Steve Kerr to hit a game-winning shot from the free-throw line. And they had Michael Jordan on the team. I'd never heard that before. That Did Scotty think that that was racial when it was Michael's team that Steve Kerr got a play designed for him? Mike's in the huddle, and he says, I'll throw it to you. Make sure you make the shot. The other stuff with Kevin Durant, all right. I mean, Scotty made it personal instead of making it about my team versus your team. And if he doesn't think KD makes his teammates better, then okay. I mean, that's his opinion. Do I agree with it? No. You can make your team better. Allen Iverson, does he make, did he make his team better? Well, you can make the argument he wasn't a great facilitator. He was just a wonderful scorer. But they went to the NBA Finals with him. Is KD LeBron? No. Is LeBron KD? No, they're not. Is KD better than LeBron? We can discuss that. But, man, that guy, Scotty once a year has, he says something. It's, (laughs) I mean, this goes back to the documentary. Michael did not do Scotty justice. I mean, I thought he, he mentioned the negatives with Scotty. His contract and how it was a stupid contract that he signed, that he held out. and But this is a new generation saw all of this. And that's, that's why a lot of people didn't even know about this. I mean, Kevin Durant was how old? He was a child when Scotty took himself out of a game. He didn't know anything about it until he saw the last dance. Uh, and of course, you know, KD was firing away on social media as well. We'll recap it next. We'll take a break here. We'll uh, talk to Eddie Johnson, the Suns broadcaster, on what he saw last night and how big of an issue is this going to be for Devin Booker playing with that mask. It's 18 after the hour. We'll get to phone calls, settle on a poll question back after this. Got the Traeger fired up, and the official menu here is pickle brined hot chicken sandwich grilled corn with honey butter wow. and smoked salt. Dang. That's what Tyler, the chef, 
is cooking up on the Traeger Chef Grill. Tyler. This is the summer of Tyler. Tyler, Tyler's having a pretty good year. Right now, we're halfway point, and I would say might be MVP of the backroom guys. Might be? Might be. MVBRG? MVBRG. The halfway point. Yes. H yes. whatever P. Yeah. But remember, LeBron started out, and he was going to be the MVP. Right. And then he fell to the wayside. Uh, Tyler's had a pretty good first half of the season. Yeah, McClellan. Yeah, and then Jokic lost in the first round. Oh, so. okay. All right. Uh, the Traeger, I mean, if Tyler can do it, anybody can do it. You that's got, actually their motto for yes, 2021. I, I think that's what, uh, what Traeger says. <laughs> you don't even know who Tyler is, but if Tyler can do it, you can do it. The Traeger app. In fact, Tyler is at his desk. He can monitor the Traeger grills with the Traeger app with the Wi-Fire technology. They've got it all. You can do it all. You can host chat row and also host the Traeger grills. It's the year of Tyler. TraegerGrills.com slash DP show. TraegerGrills.com slash DP show. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 until noon Eastern, 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. And you can find us on the iHeartRadio app at FSR or stream us live on the Peacock app. It is getting that time of the year. It's Miller time. You don't need a watch or a clock to tell you. It's Miller time. Weather gets a little bit warmer. All of a sudden, the beer gets a little colder. It's beer cracking season. It, it, whoa, okay. I don't know if it says that on the calendar. It's a beer that strips away everything you don't need and holds on to what matters the most. It's a light beer that tastes like beer. That's why I reach for a Miller Lite. And it's less filling. Only 96 calories. They've been doing this since 1975. They have perfected it. You know, that summer afternoon, we're coming into that time of the year, be like, oh, man. Crack one? Yes, or two. Don't look at your watch. Don't look at the clock. Don't look at the calendar. You know. Miller Lite, the great taste, less filling, tastes like Miller time. To get Miller Lite delivered right to your door, visit MillerLite.com slash Patrick, or you can pretty much find it anywhere that sells beer. Celebrate responsibly. Miller Brewing Company, Milwaukee, Wisconsin. 96 calories per 12 ounces, Fewer calories, fewer carbs than premium regular beer. Miller Lite. This episode brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Director Wes Ball breathes new life into the epic franchise set several generations after the last installment in which apes are the dominant species. As a ruthless king attempts to build his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape will fight for the future of apes and humans alike and embark on a journey that will redefine the planet. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Enter the kingdom in IMAX this Friday and in theaters everywhere. Get tickets now. Did you ever play the over-under game with your friends? You know, think I can eat that slice of pizza in under 30 seconds? Or I don't know, take over a minute to down a two-liter? Well... If you have, then you're going to love Pick 6. It's the new fantasy game from DraftKings, an official partner of the NBA. Here's how you play it during the playoffs. Pick between two and six players and choose if they will have more or less of a stat. Rebounds, points, assists, and more. Also, you track your picks, play against others for a shot to win at some big cash prizes. 
Download the new DraftKings Pick 6 app now. Use the promo code DPSHOW for a chance to win huge cash prizes. That's code DPSHOW. Only on DraftKings Pick 6. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. 18-PLUS in most eligible states. Age varies by jurisdiction. Eligibility restrictions apply. Pick 6 not available in all states, including but not limited to Connecticut and New York. For up-to-date list of states, visit dkng.co slash pick6states. Void where prohibited. See terms at pick6.draftkings.com slash promos. Attention all wrestling aficionados. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. This is Freddie Prince Jr., and I am beyond thrilled to announce that our wrestling extravaganza is back, and joining me once again is the one and only Jeff Dye. Get ready as we highlight the most jaw-dropping matches, dissect the fiercest feuds, and uncover the latest twists and turns in the world of pro wrestling. We're dusting off our legendary side quests and unleashing a barrage of brand new segments that will keep you guys on the edge of your seat like our talks on unsanctioned Thursdays. Freddie, you know we gotta give the people what they want. This season, we have an all-star lineup of special guests who are gonna be gracing our podcast, bringing with them their own unique insights, experiences, and all of that in the world of pro wrestling and beyond. Whether you're a seasoned wrestling veteran or a fresh-faced newcomer, we promise an experience like no other. So buckle up, wrestling fans. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. We'll get to phone calls coming up. 877-3DP-SHOW. Email address, dp.danpatrick.com. Twitter handle, dpshow. Hawks, Bucks, Game 2 tonight. Islanders, Lightning. Game 7 will... Have more on Scotty Pippen versus Kevin Durant coming up. Scotty's good for one comment a year, it feels like. And he had a doozy here. Eddie Johnson, the Suns color analyst for Valley Sports Arizona, co-host of NBA Today on NBA Radio. And as the kids like to say, when he played, he could fill it up. Eddie joins us on the program. Eddie, uh, thanks for joining us. Uh, if you were going to pinpoint one thing as the reason why the Clippers won, what would you say? Yeah, Dan, first of all, thanks for having me. You know, you, you've you been my hero in radio forever, so I'm not just saying that. Uh, Thank you. Now, what was your first question? I got all discombobulated because <laughs> I'm so happy to be here with you. Yeah. Uh, you're, you're on the <laughs> golf course. <laughs> yes, I am. Oh, okay. Um, <laughs> all right. I, I, I won't take it too much of your time then. Uh, That's if you, okay. If you're going to pinpoint, what what's the reason why the Clippers won this game? Uh, it was game three. I mean, you think about it, Dan, they're down 2 old. Uh, historically, that game three is always the toughest game. Uh, it's an embarrassing game. If they lose that game, they're not coming back in the series. No team has ever come back from 3-0. So you expected them to come out and play like their life was on the line uh, and that they had to do everything to win the game. So the Suns didn't come out with the energy that, that matched what the Clippers' desperation was. And the Clippers won the game. I never thought this would be a sweep. Although the Suns had won nine in a row, uh, you had to feel like they were going to run into a mini wall, and, and that mini wall happened last night. Devin Booker playing with that mask on. I don't know if you've ever played with a mask on, but guys will talk about it's just uncomfortable. And Yes. Um, so I, I'm i going to guess that had something to do with a subpar performance, but... Yeah, but, but how dare you bring that up, right, Dan? Because... You know, historically, you know, people, they're, they're very uh, careful with guys that are very good at certain things. For instance, Patrick Beverly is known as a tremendous defender. And so after game one, 
Did you hear any quotes that Devin Booker wore out Patrick Beverly? You didn't hear any quotes. All you heard was Devin Booker had a great game. Yeah. So Patrick Beverly's protected. And so now when Patrick, when Devin Booker struggles, everybody says, oh, well, Patrick Beverly stopped him. <laughs> and I'm like, hold up now. It, it doesn't work that way. What about Devin Booker was just off? Because Devin Booker faces intense defense every night. Every night. They're, they're building their defense to stop him. There's nothing unusual. He's just been off the last two games, and he has to get better. Yes, I think the mass has presented a problem for him. But as always said about offensive players, and I was an offensive player, nobody ever stopped me. They made me work harder, but they didn't stop me. I thought my offense was going to overcome their defense. And I think the Suns got a little lax last night. I think Devin has to really find his creases better uh, than he did in the first game. And, And they'll be fine. But give the Clippers credit. I mean, we know defensively they can turn it up as a team, and I thought they did. Their energy was there. Uh, and Devin can't say, woe is me. I mean, you know, it, this this thing with the mask, he's got to find a way to get over it. As Chris Paul got over his shoulder in the first series against the Lakers. I mean, you just can't let that bother you. And I don't think Devin is. I just think he has been off the last two games. Could be fatigue. Could be, you know, the, just the length of the playoff and, and its run. Uh, but he'll be fine. Uh, I guarantee you. He, he can. He, I've never seen him go three straight games struggling. I was also wondering this prior to last night's game. Do you bring Chris Paul off the bench? Now, I know campaign tweaked his ankle, but but I did like what he was doing when he was in there, and I thought yes. this allowed Chris to ease into the lineup. Uh, do you think that would have been a better way to go? Not that you could have kept Chris on the bench, I'm guessing. but Right, I understand. Right? Yeah, yeah you know, it, it's just difficult. I mean, look, he's all NBA. He's basically the reason that lifts this team up to the level it's been at. I think, if anything, Chris Paul would have had to be the one to go to Monty and say, hey, bring me off the bench. Okay. You know, because I don't think Monty would have done that. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, 11 days off. And, and look, I had COVID. So I, I know what it can do to you. You can't work out. Uh, you can't, you know, you they'd say don't exert yourself. So I know he's not in pristine shape. You can see last night he was short on his jump shot. The shots that he got were the shots that he got against Denver. It wasn't their defense. I mean, he, he and Devin Booker missed a lot of open shots, shots that they normally make. And, yeah, I thought he was dragging a little bit, and he'll be better uh, in game four. But, yeah, the pace has to pick up, Dan, if anything. Campaign really has a great pace to his game, uh, and that's why the combination of he, he and Chris Paul are very good. And uh, Chris has to push the ball, I think, early in game four. What do you what do you see out of Paul George? You know, I've been knowing Paul since he's 17 years old. Uh, my son and he both went to Fresno State. Uh, I love him. I've mentored him over the years. He's a tremendous young man. Uh, and I think people really look at him the wrong way at times. Uh, he's an honest guy. He actually says what's on his mind. And he's extremely talented. And he's having fun being Batman. It's not easy being Robin, and and that's what he has been really in his in his last two stops since he left Indiana. You know, although he had got MVP consideration in Oklahoma City, he was still Robin to Westbrook, and he's Robin to Kawhi. And when you're Robin, you 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 hesitate at times. You you know you feel more pressure. Now he's loose. I mean, he's the guy. He can do everything. Dribble it up, take shots. Took 26 last night. Didn't worry about being off. 
I mean, if he was robbing and then Kawhi was playing and Kawhi was rolling and he was struggling, you might see hesitation in this game. As we've seen that with this duo. So I love Paul George. I think he's tremendous. And the Suns have to do some things to stop him and slow him down because he can be the difference in the series. He's Eddie Johnson, the Suns color analyst for Bally Sports Arizona, co-host of NBA Today on NBA Radio and a uh, former great scorer in the NBA. Uh, you know, you mentioned that about Batman and Robin. I brought that up with uh, Ben Simmons. I think Ben <laughs> would be better elsewhere because he has played better, more comfortably. When Joel Embiid was out, he was a different player. And yes. I, so I could see that as a reason why, if I'm Ben, that I do want to get out. Maybe I'm, I'm not going to win anything anytime soon, but I need to start over. I need to hit the reset button for my career. Maybe he yep. gets confident. Maybe he, he starts to get a little better shooting uh, form there. But what do you think of that logic? He dropped 40 on Gobert with Embiid out. Yeah. That, that's the biggest example. Uh, very aggressive offensively because he knows now it's on his shoulders. You know, when Embiid is there, he defers to him. Rightly so, but he's uncomfortable in doing it. It takes him out of rhythm. I totally agree with you. He needs to get to a team where everything is on his shoulders, and then he's forced to do some things that he doesn't like to do. I heard you mention Scottie Pippen, you know, in regards to he and KD. And if you remember, Scottie was robbing to, to Jordan, obviously, and they won titles. But the one year that Scottie was able to be Batman, he made all leagues. And a, really a phantom foul away from yeah. maybe getting back to the finals. And then I know you brought up the Kukoc situation. Well, that's why Scotty was upset. Because all of a sudden, Scotty went back to that thought where when Jordan was there, he never got that chance. Now Jordan's gone and he's been Batman all year. <laughs> Phil wants to let Kukoc take the shot. And it, it just it hit him in a way. That, you know, yeah, but Eddie, that doesn't make sense because Mike was there when Paxson hit the shot against the Suns, and Mike was there when Steve Kerr hit a big shot against the Utah Jazz. Exactly. Exactly. But it took him a quarter to finally throw the ball to Paxson because (laughs) Steele kept telling him to throw it. Okay. And then he had to, like, put uh, Steve Kerr under under a a court pressure where he kept asking him, You're going to be ready? He's going to be ready to shoot before he gave it to him. Okay. <laughs> no, you're right, but that's Michael. That we know we know Mike's competitiveness there, but if I said you could have Durant as a teammate or Pippen as a teammate. For me, individ for me, and and, and and this is why I say this because to me Magic is the best ever. And I think when LeBron retires, I think LeBron will be. And here's why. Because you know me, Dan. What was I as a player? I was a guy that depended on depended on my teammates. I mean, my success was dependent on guys that got me open and guys that got me the ball. Well, Magic and LeBron are two of the best ever at getting you the ball and still getting there. Whereas with with KD or with MJ, I'm watching. Just like Paxson and Kerr was watching. So, you know, we all have different eyesight in regards to who we would like to play with or who we think is the best. And for my money, I would take Scotty because I know Scotty is going to involve the entire team. And no disrespect to Kevin Durant, he's an unbelievable basketball player, man. And I love watching him. Uh, but that's how I would view it. Do you think LeBron can end up as the best player of all time? I do. I actually do. I think he's got to win another title or two to do it. 
but I do. He's one. He, he's trumped him. He's trumped everybody in every record. I mean, he's got everything: longevity, records. He's the most one of the most unselfish players to ever play, and he might wind up be the all-time leading scorer in the history of the game <laughs> no. and top five and top five in the city. Isn't that amazing? Hey, I don't. I don't care. Yeah, <laughs> the six and zero is always going to be there as a shadow over him. But Scotty Pippen six and zero. Give me you your, know, it's a team. It's a team record. Give me your Michael Jordan on the court story. The most tenacious dude I've ever encountered in my life. Is there a, uh, a story though that did? Uh... Oh yes, oh yes. We at Indiana Pacers the year that they were trying to they were trying to win seventy three instead of seventy two. Well, we were playing them at the end of the year, and really nobody really needed the game. It was just a game we were playing. But I knew that they wanted to get seventy three, and it was a close game. And it was in the fourth quarter, and I think we were up six. And I was in the game, and I looked at him. I said, I guess you all are not getting 73. <laughs> and he just looked at me, and he started chewing his gum real fast. And I'm like, okay. And for the next minute and a half, he lost his mind. I mean, it was like it was game seven. And he fouled me at the end on a jumper, and they called a foul, hit me on the elbow. And I had two free throws to seal the victory, and he was just mad. And he was walking off the court, and he and I was, like, crossing paths. I said, man, what is wrong with you? <laughs> and he said, just be careful what you ask for. <laughs> uh, it's great to catch up with you, Eddie. And, uh, All right, Dan. Thank Appreciate you. It. Thank you. Enjoy your round of golf there. All right. Thank you very much. That's uh, Eddie Johnson, Suns color analyst. That's not a bad life there, you know, getting ready to play golf early in the morning. Uh, he's co-host of NBA Today on NBA Radio as well. A couple of phone calls in here. Dimitri in Phoenix leads us off. Hey, Dimitri. What is wrong with you? Hey, Dimitri. Turn down your radio. And uh, Jimmy in Chicago. Hi, Jimmy. Hey, Dan. Happy Friday. Thank you. Thank you. I uh, got, a, got a question for you, possibly a poll question. Um, would you – you can only choose one. Would you rather be an NBA champion – would you rather win an NBA championship or be a Hall of Famer? You can only choose one. Take yeah, care. Have yeah, a good day. We, we've talked about this before. Um, there's a lot of guys who have won championships who aren't Hall of Famers, aren't marquee players. I think if, if you said I was going to have the career of – Carl Malone or John Stockton, I would take that. I don't need to win a championship. Because if you said, ask John Paxson, would, would he rather have his career or John Stockton's? Yeah, Paul. Steve Kerr or Charles Barkley? Charles Barkley's first ballot Hall of Fame, one of the great power forwards ever, does not have a title. Steve Kerr has a bunch of rings. One he was directly responsible for. Yeah. Directly. But he was, I don't think he started 20 games in his career, Steve Kerr. But he also won titles. He's going into the Hall of Fame. Remove the coaching. I'm just saying. Oh, okay. Just as a player. Steve Kerr was a bench player. Total what, bench. what, McLovin? That's not even a debate. Charles Barkley and Steve Kerr joined late in the uh, franchise, in the legacy anyway. In the I mean, I, I would rather have Charles Barkley's career. I don't yeah. okay. I think 99.9 would. Robert Ory, Charles Barkley. That, that's a debate. A little bit more so. But Mark Madsen won a title and danced with the Lakers. Like, nobody wants his career, you know? Yeah. The, the title thing can be overrated. But, but he wasn't involved in that title. Kerr was involved. 
But he can't, but Kerr wasn't in the beginning. I feel like Kerr jumped on a little bit. It wasn't in the last two years. I just remember that from the documentary. Yeah. 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 You know, winning a championship is wonderful. But you're still a Hall of Famer. Uh, Cash in Colorado. Hey, Cash, what's on your mind? Happy Friday, DP. How's it going? Hi, buddy. Uh, what do you have for me? I just wanted to call in and say the Ben Simmons hate by the media isn't really fair in my opinion, and it's okay. just making it worse for him. Defensively and passing-wise, he is impacting the game greatly in my opinion, and it sounds like Doc may be just siding with him, but I really feel he's a great player and a jump shot away from being an all-time great. Also, can I ask if Todd can do a a Mike Tyson impressions for the viewers real quick. Okay. All right. Cash is asking a request of Fritzy and uh, his Mike Tyson impersonation. You want me to fight a shark or wrestle a case? I don't want to fight a shark. It's ridiculous. With friends like that, who needs enemies, right, Dan? <laughs> I want to talk about my boxing career. I want to talk about weed and pigeons. And then you give me one more laugh. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for having me on, Dan. <laughs> you always finish with the laugh. <laughs> Remember when we had Tyson on and he was at his kitchen table? I think he was eating cereal and smoking pot. Definitely doing <laughs> Not that order. Yeah. I, I was like, Mike, are you are you smoking? And he was. I think he was having cereal and smoking pot. Yeah, Paul. My other favorite one was Ron Artest, Metal World Peace, came on the show. And he was in our green room in Los Angeles. He's like, are these apples free? And he grabbed one apple for his pocket and one apple for his hand. And you guys did a 15-minute interview, and he was housing this apple. Yeah. During the interview, you just... just annihilating it. All right, let me take a break. McLevin says he has an impossible trivia question. Yeah, it is uh, worth staying in your car for. Okay. It involves, possibly involves, Eddie Johnson's career. Okay. We'll also have the play of the day coming up and your phone calls as well. We're back after this. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 until noon Eastern, 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. And you can find us on the iHeartRadio app at FSR or stream us live on the Peacock app. Hey, it's Ben, host of the Fifth Hour with Ben Maller, along with my trusty sidekick, David Gascon. Would mean a lot to have you join us on our weekly auditory journey. You're asking, what in God's name is the Fifth Hour? I'll tell you, it's a spinoff of the Ben Maller Show, a cult hit overnights on FSR. Why should you listen? Picture, if you will, a world where we chat with captains of industry in media, sports, and more every week. Explore some amazing facts about human nature and more. Listen to the Fifth Hour with Ben Maller on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, Podcast or wherever you get your podcast. This episode brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Director Wes Ball breathes new life into the epic franchise set several generations after the last installment in which apes are the dominant species. As a ruthless king attempts to build his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape will fight for the future of apes and humans alike and embark on a journey that will redefine the planet. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Enter the kingdom in IMAX this Friday and in theaters everywhere. Get tickets now. Attention all wrestling aficionados. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. This is Freddie Prince Jr. And I am beyond thrilled to announce that our wrestling extravaganza is back. And joining me once again is the one and only Jeff Dye. 
Get ready as we highlight the most jaw-dropping matches, dissect the fiercest feuds, and uncover the latest twists and turns in the world of pro wrestling. We're dusting off our legendary side quests and unleashing a barrage of brand new segments that will keep you guys on the edge of your seat like our talks on unsanctioned Thursdays. Freddie, you know we gotta give the people what they want. This season, we have an all-star lineup of special guests who are gonna be gracing our podcast, bringing with them their own unique insights, experiences, and all of that in the world of pro wrestling and beyond. Whether you're a seasoned wrestling veteran or a fresh-faced newcomer, we promise an experience like no other. So buckle up, wrestling fans. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Imagine you ask two people the same exact set of seven questions. I'm Minnie Driver, and this was the idea I set out to explore in my podcast, Mini Questions. This year, we bring a whole new group of guests to answer the same seven questions, including... Actress and star of the mega hit sitcom Friends, Courtney Cox. You can't go around it, so you just go through it. This is a roadblock. It's going to catch you down the road. Go through it. Deal with it. Comedian, writer, and star of the series Catastrophe, Rob Delaney. I shouldn't feel guilty about my son's death. He died of a brain tumor. It's part of what happens when your kid dies. Intellectually, you'll understand that it's not your fault, but you'll still feel guilty. Alt-rock icon, Liz Fair. That personal disaster wrote Guyville. So everything comes out of a dead end. And many, many more. Join me on season three of Mini Questions on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Seven questions, limitless answers. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe. Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. So I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Oh my God! The play, the play, oh the play of the day. Runner left side, got it. Play it and play it. This is the play of the day. Check this out. That old cutting to the net. Here's a chance. Lekkonen's first overtime goal in 366 career games sends Montreal back to the Stanley Cup final for the first time since 1993. What a scene in Montreal. TSN 690, Montreal Canadiens Radio Network. That is your play of the day. Play of the day brought to you by Simply Safe. They've been making homes feel safe. You feeling safe for 15 years now with Simply Safe. There's always somebody there who has your back to keep you safe. Go to simplysafedan.com today. 
Customize your system. Get a free security camera. All right, McLovin, the impossible trivia question. I think it's pretty hard. Okay, it's if pretty, I get it, you yeah. get a pie to the face. Yeah, I don't I don't think you'll get it. Okay, uh, okay. But it's actually not even that good. Okay. Uh, there have been five players who've won the sixth man of the year multiple times. Can you name all five? Okay. Uh, Eddie Johnson. See, boom. <laughs> no, it was a trick off Eddie oh. Johnson. That's why I knew I would get you guys. I, I emailed off Eddie Johnson. Eddie Johnson only won it once uh, somehow. You got me. Because I think they put him in the starting lineup. <laughs> in the second uh, year. Jamal Crawford. One. Uh, did they give it out to John Havlicek? No, they start. It, he, oh, they okay. started in '81. Okay, um, or something like that. Did Kevin McHale win? You it? got two. Okay. That's Jamal Crawford, Kevin McHale. All right. Um, Lou Williams. That's three. All right. Oh, <laughs> Ricky Pierce. That's four. All right. So I got two to go. No, one to go. Oh, oh one. To you go. got four. They're five. Sixth man of the year, and he won it twice. Do you want to give a hint? Uh, if I take the pie off the table, I'll give you a hint. Ooh. Do we want to take the pie off the table? Todd? Yeah, it's okay. Okay, it's we'll Friday. Don't, right. don't worry about okay. the pie. I don't All want right. to get pie on my new Crocs. That's oh, really that's, the real that's issue. Right. Okay. Yeah, uh, yeah. This guy, you would never, I'll give you a hint. You never would have thought he was a sixth man. Um, okay. You liked, you had a funny way of saying his last name on SportsCenter. Deadlift Shrimp. Yeah. yeah. All right. I, I didn't know he was a six man. I thought he started. It was with Indiana. Indiana. Both times. Yeah. First half of his career, then he became a starter in Seattle. I had no idea. Yeah. But I can't believe you got four. You made me nervous. That's there. pretty good. That's pretty good. All right. Uh, did we settle on the poll question? Yeah. We put up uh, KD versus. Uh, Scotty Pippen, whose career do you want? Take a guess who's winning. Whose career do you want? Pretty I, close. I'll give you a hint. I'm gonna I'm gonna say the audience will side with Kevin Durant. Yeah, fifty five percent Kevin Durant. I mean, that's closer than what I thought. I mean, Scotty's a wonderful player, but if Scotty doesn't play with Michael Jordan, Scotty's not one of the fifty greatest players of all time. Uh, I think he might be the best defender I ever saw. Now, Bill Russell was spectacular with what he did. Scotty could guard everybody, but Bill Russell was spectacular. Uh, but Scotty would guard point guards. He could guard wings. He could guard big men. I mean, he was, he was as versatile as anybody. He wasn't a shooter. He was a scorer. Um, he, did it. he allowed Michael to freelance a little bit more because he was such a, a great defender. And, and I don't want to pile on Scottie Pippen. It's it just, he's saying things. First of all, if I, if I read this quote about Phil Jackson, people are focusing on Kevin Durant and Scottie talking about Kevin Durant, Kevin Durant firing back. This is what I don't understand. And this to me is a bigger story. In this GQ interview, Scottie Pippen was talking about when Tony Kukoc was told that he was going to get the, the uh, shot. You know, the game on the line. Scotty, you know, then finds out he's not going to take the last shot. And he says the following. I don't think it's a mystery. You need to read between the fine lines. He didn't re-enter the game, by the way. He went and sat down. 
It was my first year playing without Michael Jordan. Why wouldn't I be taking that last shot? I've been through all the ups and downs, the battles with the Pistons, and now you're going to insult me and tell me to uh, take it out? Take it out of bounds. It was pretty low blow. I felt like it was an opportunity to give Coach a rise. It was a racial move to give him a rise. After all I'd been through with the organization, now you're going to tell me to take the ball out and throw it to Tony Kukoc? You're insulting me. That's how I felt. Okay, there's, there's one thing to say, that's how I felt. But you're calling Phil Jackson a racist. Where is the follow-up question? Like, I got to be incredulous to say, wait, wait, hold on. You got other examples of Phil Jackson? Why, why racial? Did he just make a smart move to put in Tony Kukoc, a better outside shooter? And I would say, let me give Scotty the benefit of the doubt, because the word racial just, it's like out of nowhere. But he starts out by saying you need to read between the fine lines. That's where I can't give him, uh, you know, a hall pass here. And if I'm Scotty, I get my butt in front of somebody and say something like, unless you mean it, unless you're saying Phil Jackson is a racist here. I would I would say, look, I, I want to correct this. Or back it up. But we called for Scotty. If he came on, I'd say, all right, are you calling Phil Jackson a racist? I don't care what his opinion is of Kevin Durant. You know, Kevin Durant and LeBron are not the same. Wonderful players. Great. One hour in the books, two more to go. One more item as we close out the first hour, and it's Stiefel, S-T-I-F-E-L. The past year has brought a lot of changes to our lives, and for some of you, that means the change could be a job or maybe you're considering retirement. These are great people to help you. Stiefel's helped clients like you manage investments for over 130 years. Your Stiefel Financial Advisor can help you create a personalized retirement plan, understand your options for claiming Social Security, and implement an investment portfolio designed around your needs. Plus, Stiefel clients have access to Stiefel's award-winning equity research and investment strategy views, so you can make a more informed decision regarding your portfolio. They'll help you with all of this. Do you have enough money to retire? Is your portfolio invested appropriately? Retirement is a big step. Find your Stiefel financial advisor at Stiefel.com S-T-I-F-E-L.com Stiefel, Nicholas and Company Incorporated, member SIPC and NYSE. It's Freddie Prinze Jr. and Jeff Dye back in the ring. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. Hey, Jeff, are you ready to rumble our way into an all-new season of Wrestling with Freddie? You better believe I have. I've been practicing my body slams, and I'm jacked. All right, don't go injuring yourself now. We'll be highlighting the best stories and matches of the week in wrestling from AEW, WWE, and have one-on-one talks with the best talents in the world of pro wrestling. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Imagine you ask two people the same seven questions. I'm Minnie Driver, and this was the idea I set out to explore in my podcast, Mini Questions. This year, we bring a whole new group of guests to answer the same seven questions, including Courtney Cox, Rob Delaney, Liz Fair, and many, many more. Join me on season three of Mini Questions on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Seven questions, 
limitless answers. More Than a Movie is back with season two. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to more than a movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleha Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.